I'm all about the DMs. It goes Same. down in the DMs. I mean, you got me. Like, I'm prime example. I've been I, trying to get you on email for a, a while, by the way. And I got I you through DM. I know. And then yeah. the second you... And, like, I know. Like, I see the email. I'm just like, oh, I'll get to it. Like, you know what I mean? But DM, I'm like, oh, I immediately respond. This is the thing with emails. This is my theory. There's so many fucking email, like, subscribe things. What do you call it this? It almost felt like, even though it wasn't now knowing you, but it yeah. almost feels like factory made like yeah bye like yes, no thought into it like impersonal personal yes yeah or like almost like oh it's just like another bot or like oh it, it's like i don't put a face to it yeah you know what i mean but that's what i mean with instagram like a lot of people like all these la it's girls that so- say no via e- email a hundred percent but like for dm i know that if i read it like it's gonna be seen and like also it's like oh i see your face like it's oh you're social dope. Like, media it's like you meet someone it literally like i immediately like went to your profile and i was like oh she's dope like hell yeah I'll be on your podcast or like oh actually when I I even said I think you were like oh you want to be on my podcast and I was like oh no let's do a swap oh it's about to get juicy in here hey guys welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod I'm here today with Deanna Espier thank you for saying my name the right way <laughs> after practicing it like 80 million times does yeah. everyone kind of butcher it well of course because it's spelled Diana so everyone butchers it except for when I'm in Miami and people are like Deanna and I'm like yeah that's actually the right way to say it wait where are you from um, you I'm English and Swiss, so I have a fucked up accent. It confuses everyone. No, I love it. Everyone's like, are you it's Australian? So are you? First of all, if you don't know, don't guess. I love what you did. Where are you from? Instead okay. of being like, are you Australian? Are you this? Oh, okay. Because, you know, it's like people try to guess and they get it wrong. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, no. So you just like when people ask. I don't care, but I just think it's so funny when people try to be so smart and be like, are you Australian? And no, then I'm like, I would never be able to guess. That's why I, I have to ask. You're very polite about it. I really appreciate it. I would be the arsehole who's like, you're Australian and you sound really weird. No. So where are you from originally? Okay. So we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da, 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 Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. 
So I grew up in Switzerland, but I come Shut from. Up. Yeah. Have oh you been? Gosh. No, but I really, I've been wanting to go recently. Really? Mm-hmm. So Switzerland, the mountains, the Alps, like very, very quiet and very boring. And, but my dad's English. I come from an English family. And then I did all my like studies in England. Uh-huh. And I was always in like an English background, you know, family. So kind of mixed, kind of weird, kind of all over the place. Everything about me is kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why not start a fucking podcast? (laughs) Can I say fuck on this one? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So did you move... When did you move to America? I moved to America. I was always kind of back and forth since 2015. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, Because... Why? (laughs) You're you're a very good interviewer. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally 30 seconds in, Deanna. It's like very rapid fire vibes. I'm like, shit, if I were a production company, I would give this girl a job. Um, (laughs) So I actually moved here because I was a songwriter and a musician. Whoa. That's kind of how I have my whole background in like audio. Audio. Yeah, we were just talking. (laughs) Audio. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I was, um, I had kind of a short career in like dance and performing and songwriting and singing. And I can see you being a dancer, like a good dancer. Oh, thank you. I mm-hmm. actually kind of suck, but that's fine. <laughs> I like, I'm like, I'd be good when I'm choreographed. If I'm okay. not choreographed, I get super insecure and it's a very, very awkward experience. It's a downhill spiral. <laughs> Don't ever get me drunk and take me to a club. Oh. <laughs> um, I love. And so, yeah. And then I ended up, you know, cause I knew so much about being an artist and, mm-hmm. you know, the entertainment industry. I ended up long story cut short, finding work as an entertainment reporter. And then that led me to being this like weird kind of podcaster creator producer audio person who wearing doesn't a lot know, of hats exactly doesn't know where her accent's from doesn't know what her job description is but somehow i'm here and somewhere somehow i'm just doing it so weird. how did you transition from dabbling back and forth to moving here full-time so basically i was actually it's such a fucking confusing story because i actually moved here on like a short-term contract so it was like a four-month thing what do you mean what like for what for like songwriting and okay. to work in the studio with a bunch of producers i was being produced um you know with a, a production company here to like potentially get signed and things wow. and because i wasn't i was kind of independent i wasn't like signed to a major label basically yeah. at the time but i was signed to like an independent label so besides the point i always get lost in all my thoughts it's i haven't okay. done this in a while i, I haven't love done this in going a while. on a nice tangent <laughs> ah, lovely love so many tangents and so what happened was when i moved here you know for this short-term contract i reconnected with my high school sweetheart <gasps> who had moved to la and so we ended up being in Wait, like so was he from switzerland so he's american but he grew up in switzerland and went to the same school oh my god yeah such a fucked up story we're not together today the boyfriend that I was telling you about is not this guy. Okay. Completely. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. We're going to get into this. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So much drama. I live for and the I'm, juice. <laughs> yeah. But, and I'm like literally the least so undramatic that I had to start a podcast to make me come across more dramatic. And then somehow <laughs> I'm telling the story and I sound like a drama queen. So kind of moved back to LA. So for- you moved back here for the boy. Kind of. So I was also transitioning in my career. I've spoken about this on a bunch of podcasts, but I really lost myself as a songwriter, as a musician, as like an artist and a creator when I was Mm -hmm. in the music industry because it's such a fucked up industry and you don't actually realize how fucked up it is. Why? Um, 
at the time it was before you could really have control over your content you know now you can like put out a song and it's on spotify and you could do it independently yeah you can post on instagram you're good you can do anything before it was there was so many politics behind you know the songwriting the production aspect the the pr the marketing all those things so it's lack of control the lack of control and so i did stuff that didn't really reflect who i was and i was taking so many people's advice so many cooks in the kitchen i felt like i just didn't have a voice at all and isn't that the whole point of like being a songwriter and an artist yeah um and so i was like you know what like this is not the right industry for me to you know have a voice because i wasn't even being listened to by my team at the time wow do you know what i mean yeah. and i don't think it was their fault or my fault i think you know it was like a lack of experience on my part but also to be honest i don't even know this is like i haven't thought about this in so long i don't even know how to explain <laughs> the, the the story but I was like, you know what? I want to do something from A to Z that I'm proud of and I have control of. And that was not it yeah. at the time. And I didn't even know what Instagram was. I didn't even know how to use Instagram at yeah. the time. And Well, how long ago was this? It was in 2015. So people were starting okay. to like... were dabbling. Yeah, dabbling. There mm-hmm. were people getting like famous on Instagram and yeah. things like that. But like, I think at the time, like the, the biggest stars had like, I don't know, like 200,000 yeah. followers or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people didn't really know how to go about it. You know, people didn't know how to make money off of being an artist anymore. And it was just such a weird thing. And so, you know, I quit the music industry. And I know a lot of people say never quit, like la la la. But like, it's also important to know when to like change direction. When you see that something's not making you happy. Something's like not like fulfilling. Yeah, you finish that season, you're on to the next. A hundred percent. And so I was like, what am I good at? And I was like, I know what it's like to be an artist. I'm so good at commenting on you know music entertainment tv because i know what it takes to actually be like the person you creating. understand the hustle and the grind 100 percent. Mm-hmm. so i started writing for like an entertainment news website they sent me to the teen choice awards which is where i th- interviewed alicia i think the first time really yeah but i didn't know who she was i knew who no one was which is so crazy so funny and so i went there not knowing what the fuck was going on but then what I was, was the company that you worked for if you don't mind secrets okay so you guys would report on celebs and digital creators and stuff like that? A hundred percent. And it's like, it was like a younger outlet. So it was a lot of these YouTube people and stuff that I knew nothing about uh-huh. at the time. <laughs> Literally, I was like, who are these people? Why are they famous yeah. and stuff? And then I started like actually getting to like watch their videos and know who they are. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a whole world out there. Yeah. of people that I didn't know existed when I was like stuck in a studio writing songs. Yeah. Okay. So I have to pause you really quick. Yeah. Back then, yeah. did you ever like... If someone would have told you how big digital creators are now, would you ever like believed them back then? Yes and no, because people were starting to get big when I was doing music, but I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, but I feel like at the time people were only getting famous for like lifestyle. There wasn't all these little different niches Uh that people used to their advantage with digital media. Or maybe it was only really lifestyle people were the ones that were making a lot of content for people to see you know? and, and making money because they were getting all these like brands to like yeah. sponsor them I think that back in the day if you became a sensation for being a singer you wouldn't like exactly know how to monetize online yeah. now there's so many different ways and like people take adva- like full advantage of those platforms but I feel like at the time yeah the people who were getting like the biggest and the money and all that were all the lifestyle people so do you think that it's going to continue to grow in the digital space or do you think it's like peaking right now? What do you think? 
I have so many thoughts because there's obviously so many different niches now. I do think that because a lot of people are doing it, there's a lot of trash out there mm-hmm. that there is a lot of like just sucky content. And, and, and I hate to say it because I don't want to hate on people. I'm sure people think my content is sucky content, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just think there's a lot of just meaningless content and you know it's only been around for a couple of years so I think that yeah when people say it's saturated probably not there's always room for like more concepts and different ideas but at the same time because it's accessible to everyone there's it gives room for a lot of just trash that's what I truly believe if I'm honest no I love it yeah (laughs) okay so continue so you went to the teen choice awards you started interviewing some digital creators and then what happened and I knew nothing about hosting like I had never gone to journalism school I didn't know how to ask questions but you know what I was like all these people are being so official they're like who are you wearing today you look amazing and I was like you know what like I'm just going to have a conversation with these people. Like, I just thought I was going like to be you're very, my friend. Yeah, you're my friend. And I came out of there and I was like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, which is such a plot twist because now to get me onto a red carpet, I like literally will be like, no, because I feel like this in- not me has changed, but the industry has changed so much. Really? so much which is like it's so weird because I went from like music to doing this journalism thing and when I left the teen choice awards I was like this is what I'm supposed to be doing but the industry is changing so much that I'm like fuck like where does that leave me does that make sense yeah so what how has it what's like the biggest change so there was a time like when I started hosting I was like hosting for all these digital platforms and People were like going on YouTube and researching, I don't know, Alicia Marie interview, for example. Yeah. Oh, do you talk about this or not really on your podcast? No, no, no. yeah, I do all the um, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Hi, Alicia. She's probably listening. Hey, girl. <laughs> I, I lo- always talk about her. I love interviewing you. You were so nice. You're one of the only YouTubers I like to interview. <laughs> <laughs> She's the goat. I call her the goat. Do you know what the goat means? No. The greatest of all time. Oh, that's so sweet of you. But she is. But she really, like, literally, me and my friend Electra, who's interviewed her as well, were always like, she is so fucking nice. Oh, love that. Yeah. So people would type, like, well, actually, people wouldn't type Alicia Marie interview because they would just go on her YouTube channel. But um, they would, do you know what I mean? They would type all these other celebrities that weren't on YouTube and be like, I don't know, this name interview. And then your interview could go viral. And that's how all these outlets, you know, made their money. Okay. And then they had brand partnerships and stuff like that stuff that we were wearing and things so was your stuff published all on youtube it was mostly youtube actually and like website clicks so like okay we would do interviews like written interviews and stuff like that so yeah and facebook like gotcha. so many different platforms but it yes. was all digital. digital yeah and so there was a time where that was like a thing and mm-hmm. then people would go on youtube to get like the news of the day so we would like host and do the morning news of like celeb news and things like that and people would have their like quick fix of what was going on in pop culture yeah so it's like a mini digital e-news literally okay like all like there was clever there was hollywood at the time where i was working i shouldn't even be saying any of those names but you know what at this point who cares um and so i feel like that was really a thing and now i feel like people don't really look at these things anymore because we have igtv we have instagram live we have stories which like were just becoming a thing at the time Mm -hmm. so like celebrities will go on their stories and be like oh e-news posted this about me but that's wrong and like they have complete control and they have this like direct way of talking to their audience which isn't like a tweet that's going to be screenshotted by thousands of people or a photo do you know what I mean like yeah there's so many different ways that you can just have a candid conversation with your audience when you're a celebrity yeah you don't need these digital and outlets like anymore the, yeah it is almost like the digital outlets 
or these things that you're describing used to be the only way that like the average human being from like from like Alabama or North Dakota or Indiana could find out about that celebrity and now they can just like open up their Instagram app and like talk to them via Insta story and like people aren't interested in the other platforms because they can just watch their Insta story yeah. and know what's going on. A hundred percent. And if I'm honest, I think that podcasting and Insta stories change the game when it yeah. comes to like, you know, entertainment news because you know but before you could post an instagram photo with a caption or a tweet but that thing got over analyzed by everyone and overread by anyone so all the celebrities had teams of people who would like help them post and like curate all that stuff but now you have all these like direct you know quick ways of just it's being- like the product like products now are direct to consumer it's like straight to your door 100 percent. and it's same with like content it's like straight to the consumer straight to the follower 100 percent. that's why all the boutiques are shutting down mm-hmm. because straight to consumer everywhere and so there's no room for the middleman anymore unless you have unless you're a podcast but that's a different thing because it's a one hour in-depth like you can see a real candid conversation like the real reaction you know towards certain questions that are being asked which is a different medium so and it's not staged like and tonight you're gonna hear about justin bieber you know what i mean it's very just like well there's no specific format whereas with, with the red carpet interview it's like oh my gosh you look amazing what are you wearing oh my gosh how excited are you sorry I'm doing the American thing because I think that Americans are so fake on the red carpet Um, do you think that in other countries they're not fake on red carpet I mean I think the red carpet is very specific to America it's like a very I mean it's a very LA thing like every week there's like a red carpet for this charity it's not always like the the golden globes or whatever you know there's a red carpet whenever there's just an event yeah you know what I mean and I just felt like it was such a fake thing at the time I like kind of saw that I was getting so bored of doing it that I kind of almost predicted that shift like not I trying that I'm like not I trying to say that I'm a genius or anything but I could I could see that there would be a shift somehow. not trying to say I'm perfect but like I'm not trying to sound like a genius but like I kind of am but I'm actually not but no, I, I love it I got so bored that I was like shit like I'm so bored of being like you look amazing how excited are you yeah, to be here? about the foo foo small talk it bugged me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the beginning, I was like, this is so, so fun. interesting, especially coming from like a host. Yeah, no, it just bugged me. And all the hosts are probably bored too, but they'll never admit it because they, they just feel so lucky to have the job. I was like, fuck no. I mean, I was like, I'm lucky to have the job, but I need more from the job. So I started the podcast and I started like actually asking kind of terrible questions to be honest but I was like these are the stuff that people more in depth yeah exactly and now everyone has a podcast which is a thing that we'll talk about later but I could already see that people were just getting bored of these YouTube interviews and so yeah I just I can see a shift and even with like TV you even on your poll no no one watches TV anymore yeah it's crazy yeah but yeah, so many things to say about the sw- the the shift, but yeah. there is a huge shift, 100%. Wow. I, I think it's really cool that you were there like pre-full blast it digital and then now seeing it because I feel like I grew up with digital. Yeah. And so it's it's really interesting hearing your perspective because to me it's like not that different. You know what I mean? Yeah, Since I, I grew know. up with it. And you know what's crazier about like my evolution of like TV to digital is that I'm from Switzerland where like we don't have like all the advertising all the American TV shows so I grew up with like the shittiest TV channel like the (laughs) shittiest TV ever yeah and then transitioning from that to like moving to America and seeing like these like huge scale like TV everything and then 
it, it becoming digital like I've witnessed it all basically yeah. I'm such an old lady <laughs> no you are not but you know what I mean though and yeah. like I just yeah it's, it's crazy so what do you think makes someone a good one host in general and then also a good specifically like red carpet pop culture e-news type of host well because there's such a shift it I, I, th- I think a good host like the definition of a good host has changed like back in the day would have probably been like the smiliest the friendliest like that looks good on camera that has a good sense of style that mm-hmm. can like look cute but not you know outshine the celebrity and like now so when I started hosting I kind of made a little name for myself in that part of the industry the digital YouTube part of the industry because I was a little bit more unfiltered and like I would make mistakes and I would like say the wrong thing but like what would be an example uh this is like I have to like dig deep in the archives um (laughs) I don't know like I would just use props that people were using on the red carpets ask questions or I would just ask like kind of the more controversial like I remember I did the premiere of this movie Dirty 30 which was like um with YouTube creators and mm-hmm. I asked and I did a never have I ever hooked up with a random stranger mm-hmm. but this was like a like a child a, a, like a younger YouTube channel yeah. and it was kind of a risque question but like uh-huh. these interviews that I did for this dirty like kind of went viral for for, yeah. for that channel did really well for that channel that I was working for because the questions were just a little bit more like controversial Raunchy, yeah yeah a little raunchy, more juicy a bit more juicy yeah. and I was like yeah and then people would always like kind of like you know frown at me and be like what what, this girl doesn't know what she's doing like why is she talking about herself in some of the interviews like people always looking at me like I was really weird but then I noticed that the people that I was talking to on the red carpet were kind of like warming up to me and like more willing to share about themselves because I was like sharing stuff about myself too yeah which is like frowned upon on the red carpet but it it just made me a better host to just so would your boss or like with the network or who would like get mad at you um or did anyone ever well so what happened was the the one of the bigger outlets that i was working for got reacquired by someone else uh-huh. it like mid me doing all that stuff so when they hired me they were kind of open to like the new way that I was kind of going for because they wanted like a refresh of the channel anyway. So it kind of came at the perfect time. I would say that, you know, when I started, you know, doing podcasting and trying to be more raunchy and stuff, the bigger outlet that I was working for was kind of just like, no, try to tame it, try to keep it clean. Okay, kind of reel it in. Yeah, keep it clean. And then, but realize that the numbers were still kind of dropping because the content was too clean and not just interesting real enough yeah yeah wow so would you say it used to be inauthentic like interviews honestly i i the the outlets that i've worked for are all great outlets and Mm -hmm. have become big outlets for a reason because the people who created them were amazing but yeah, I think some of the interviews were inauthentic and I think some of the hosts were inauthentic and I think that worked for a while. But I think as digital content got bigger and people got, you know, more real and more candid, you know, with vlogging and things. Yeah, that wasn't working anymore. Yeah. And I think that part of hosting is being inauthentic. You know, when you look at the the traditional hosts on KTLA, you know, they're all, they look great. They smile. They're great. They never share any struggle. Like, yeah, it is inauthentic, but it is also the proper way and the traditional way of hosting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
circling back, what do you think are qualities that make a great host in today's world? On a podcast or on a red carpet? Um, let's do both. On a podcast, I think is being able to get new information from someone who is probably done 30 interviews before you and that's very hard because you know anyone that you is worthy of going on a podcast probably done 30 other podcasts and I think it's also connecting great thing to think about prior to recording with someone yeah you know what I mean you always have to think this person's done that yeah and this is something I learned from the red carpet you're in a line and that person has spoken to 30 people before you yeah and you're like do you want him to sound like a robot answering the same questions broken record literally or do you want them to like actually engage in the conversation so that I would say and also connecting with them on like a deeper level so that you can bring out a side of that personality that you haven't seen somewhere else before yeah because our reactions change depending on who we're around kind of thing you know we feed off of people's energy so if you can get something out of this person that people haven't seen or heard before then you've like got a successful sex successful so how interview do, you do that um personally my trick that i give to to people is that whenever you are willing to be vulnerable and share something about yourself yeah and i wouldn't just share like the random like surface thing i would share something like either deep or funny or embarrassing or something that can really touch someone yeah hit That's, home yeah hit home, someone will be more willing to share something with you. So that's on podcast. On red carpet, kind of the same thing, but, you know, make it more concise, make it quicker, do your research really well, make sure that, you know, you're, you don't leave any blank spaces, silent moments and all that stuff. And then obviously have a cute outfit because that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your yeah. all-time favorite hosts and um, interviewers? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? You don't have anyone you like look up to or you well, love so- their interviews or you think they do a really good job? When I started hosting, like I never thought I want to be a host. So I wasn't someone like I'm aspiring to be a host. I'm going to research all these hosts and like do what they did. And also I grew up in Switzerland. So I wasn't watching all these like TV shows yeah. that you guys were like, whatever. But what I will say is when I, when I read about Howard Stern and saw his movie and stuff, I was like, shit. Oh, yeah. I was like, I would never be able to be that way. But he's amazing. The best. Yeah. And you he's know, the goat. He is. He is the goat. But that's what I mean. And so, you know, he was able to just get that one little piece of information that you can't find anywhere else because he was just so bold with his interviews. Yeah. What about podcast hosts? Who do you love to listen to because of their, you know, interviews and the way they ask questions and get things out of people? I kind of go on and off podcasts, which is really weird. Like I'm never like, I'm, I'm such an asshole. Like I'm not really loyal to just one podcast. So I've... Oh, this is why you're single. Have you heard this podcast? No. It's so good. I started listening to it because it's so impossible to date in LA. Every week they highlight a reason why you're single or a reason why your relationship's not working. That's so interesting. It's so good. Do they live in LA? Uh, no, I think they're in New York. Okay. They're New Yorkers. Um, and New Yorkers like even harder to date than LA. So yeah. they're like literally the perfect. Um, so who else is a is a host? I don't really listen to that many podcasts, if I'm honest with you. Um, Skinny Confidential always. And so I listened to her. She actually like, when I met her the first time, she gave me so many tips on like. She how- is incredible yeah the best. I, I i'm dying to meet her really have you not I'm met dying, her yet no i'm dying to interview her too oh you are you having her soon no i need to i need to get in contact with her now now I I she know. would die for your thing she would like sign really? you right away yeah oh my god i'm literally obsessed with her are you joking i listen to every podcast of hers so i love her podcast and i, I lived for her baby announcement can i just say baby boss 2020 cr- are you fucking <laughs> I'm like kidding a huge me fan. yeah so I'm like weird like that. Like when I saw your stuff, 
like I'm a sucker for like someone who's just really good at like branding so themselves. Brandable. Yeah. So yeah. And when I saw like the juicy poles and the juicy <laughs> products, I was like, fuck, I love this girl. But so I fangirl that way. Like I've interviewed every celebrity it's like you a can respect think of. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've interviewed every celebrity you can think of. I don't fangirl that way yeah. like I don't get the like oh my gosh I'm like starstruck but like if I appreciate someone's work I'm like fangirl yeah so I was, yeah so I was like that with you I was like this girl know, knows what the fuck she's doing and I was like that with Lauren when I met her and oh my then, god I'm literally obsessed with her yeah <laughs> so actually when like the first day I met her she gave me all the tips that I'm now using to like what promote my business and do my business all in the first time I met her she's like you need to be doing this that way she provides you need to do- so much value all the time and so a lot of the stuff that I do today is because when I met her, she was like telling me all these things and I just met her. She didn't need to do that. A lot of people ask to be paid money to do yeah. that. She's like, you need to do it this way. So I listened to her, but not always like, see, I religiously listened to her. Really? Mm-hmm. So I'm not, uh, I'm really funny about all the food stuff. Oh, do you listen to like food podcasts? No, I don't oh, like. I don't either. Exactly. So whenever they have like someone nutrition, intermittent fasting, oh, whoa, whoa, I don't whoa, whoa, listen. Whoa, whoa. See, I I listen to that, but yeah. like it's just because I'm obsessed with Lauren and Michael. Yeah. And I like regardless. I mean, I'm kind of into like nutrition and stuff. But no, so I am obsessed with them too. But they could literally interview a piece of dirt and I'd listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you know they're doing something right. Yeah. That's great. No, they curate their guests really well. They know what they're doing, etc. But I just grew up in Switzerland where like nobody was ever on a diet and like. I never over like overthought my food and stuff so it's very important to me to just keep it that way gotcha and I just try not to overthink it especially being in LA where it's so like oh my god 24/7. centric yeah. yeah and I'm trying to like not be that person so see I feel like I'm like Lauren in the sense that she's always on top of the trends like she's like oh my god celery juice like blah 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 like I'm like that too I'm like yeah. oh my god I gotta get on it like I, would, I need to be fit I need to be snatched I need to be like no whatever and like I, I respect that you're like so chill about it but this is just for my mental health yeah it's for no, my I mental it. health it's it's, ex- it's exhausting yeah it's exhausting and like the thing is I've been able to maintain like a healthy fitness like level of fitness eating what I want and doing my own thing like I don't want to overthink that but Girl, uh, you yeah. look so good Thank, but I used to be a dancer so it's kind of the leftovers no, you look no. incredible and if you saw me not in leggings you would understand how like I should probably be more careful with my food oh my gosh but, stop no because I have cellulite like I'm small but stop. I have cellulite no but it's true like let's everyone not has cellulite yeah but that's what I mean like when people see me they probably think I don't have but I have a lot yeah everyone does yeah like fuck it I don't give a fuck that's why I don't like post bikini photos because it's I don't want to face June yeah oh I know I I I hate face tune yeah so it's either you're gonna see the cellulite or I'm gonna face tune I don't want to face tune so I just don't show it yeah no, I respect it. I respect so I feel it. like we've gone on so many different tangents. No, it's okay. So yeah. the Skinny Con- Confidential is one of your favorites. Who else? Yeah, the Skinny Confidential. Eleni just started her podcast. It's called Behind the Rainbow. Oh my God, I need to do a pod swap with her. Yeah, 100%. And How she would- crazy would that be too? Because I interned for her, like full circle. Like full circle moment. You guys have to do a podcast together. That's why. She's doing the whole, like, remember how she was this whole rainbow person? Yeah. Like fake, fake, fake. She's like, fuck that behind the rainbow. I'm going to keep it real on the podcast. Shut up. Amazing, yeah she's having all these like oh my God, I live for that yeah I remember when her and I I shot this like one photo 
for her and she did you know those take five like Hershey's bars it's like these protein bars that was with you yeah I took photos of That's her crazy and also, I've seen all of her campaigns and with I think it was Tiva was the other brand. I, we did a bunch of stuff together. It was so fun. It's crazy. She's the best. She is the best. She has a great podcast. I haven't seen her literally since I worked for her, so I need to see her again. You have to see her we again. She would love or something. One hundred percent. She would love to. She oh was like God. so excited that we were. <laughs> um, I've always listened to the Betches, the um, the Betches podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Um, because it's like pop culture. Betches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I listen to. Side Hustle School by Chris Gillibo, which oh, you have to listen to this. Oh my it's gosh. so good. Okay, I'm going to write it down. It's like short little episodes about people who um, successfully had created like income based on like a hobby that they had and had like oh a God, little side hustle. It. Which I is love like, that stuff. Which is like your podcast. Hello. Like yeah. side hustle, going to become your main hustle. <laughs> side hustle uh, season. <laughs> yeah, but that's me too with my podcast, side hustle. But like it needs to become just main wait, hustle. Just wait. Oh, I've been waiting 2020, two baby. I hope so, baby. But anyway, so and yeah, just a bunch. I'm not very loyal. Like I go on and off with podcasts. Okay. But Whatever these, you're feeling that day. Exactly. So who are, speaking of like hosts, do you think are cool and stuff? Who are some of your favorite influencers to follow? Lauren, Skin Confidential. Um, Do you mind if I look? No, no, sorry, I'm so bad. Like, I'm really bad at following and listening to other people. Whose stories do you like always watch? Skin Confidential. Yeah. Um, Same. Your, your, I, I love taking your polls. Like they're really addicting. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. Uh, addictive. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Do you watch reality TV? Bravo yeah. TV. Do you watch, watch Summer House? No, I don't. So I've interviewed like every cast member of Summer House and Paige DeSorbo. She's like a new Summer House cast member. She does these like looks for less. So she finds all these like super high end celebrities. Oh my looks. gosh, I need to follow her. Oh my gosh, and she makes all these like. Will ba- you send me her profile? Yeah. So like she'll do this and she'll find like the cheaper <gasps> version. And everything that she posts is super affordable. I love. Will you send me her profile? Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you now. Um, I love a look for less because Same. I because I'm older now. I'm thirty. I'm investing more in like my skincare. Yeah. So now I have like less money to invest in like high end outfits. I mean, yeah. I'll invest in a bag or something. But yeah. when it's like jeans and a top, look for less. Exactly. Who are there any kind of underrated influencers? Like, who do you think is an underrated influencer and needs more attention? These are so, like, specific and I'm dying for these questions because I've, like, literally, I always know what to say and I don't even know what to say. This is how you know you're a good interviewer. Like, I'm crying. Oh. <laughs> Lately, I've been saying crying, like, C-R-I-N-E, like, I'm crying. Yeah, same. And I think it's so funny. It's so funny, but I feel so annoying and so late, but, like, what do you expect? I'm crying. <laughs> And I'm saying it and I'm not even American. I love it. What is wrong with me? Okay. Influences that I'm following. Or like underrated. Like you're like, why do they not have 200K? You know what I mean? Or why do they not have a million? Let me go over my feed. Cause I, cause I have some of them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, oh, okay. Just a uniform. Okay. What is, who is this? So she's like a UK influencer, but her content is so fucking good and i've interviewed her on my podcast before and she only has like about 15k but if you look at her stuff she looks like she has two million shut up but it's like very specific it's not just like an everyday look that you can just what's what's her instagram just a uniform her do you see look at the photos oh wow like, oh wow she's are you really cool joking? yeah she's so cool look like literally in my suggested it says lauren like this gonna be confidential her stories are the best her posts are the best because like i always watch her 
Same. I always watch her. She's the she's really entertaining to watch. I'm really sorry. Like you know, a lot of like the the stuff We sta- live for you, Lauren. We live for you, Lauren, and also I use a lot of like the business model that she used to like do the stuff that I'm doing to like promote my business because she successfully promotes her business and knows how to maximize on like what social media platform to use and stuff so I always like really look at her and look at how she's doing things because I think that she's doing it right and you know what I love about her is how realistic she is with things she's not like yeah oh my god I wake up at 3 a.m and then I start my day and I blah 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 blah, and I'm like and I'm perfect and blah 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 like she keeps it real I feel like she's like no I work I, I, sometimes I can't get a workout in so I walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes on my phone while I'm doing emails like 100%. I feel like that's realistic and she's like I time batch and I take Ubers because I feel like that's spending my time and my money wisely and like I don't know I just like how like even though she likes nice things and has like a bougie side and whatever and she's like sassy and juicy and cheeky she also keeps it real and she's like all right if you're a hustler like this is how you're, you should do it 100% and what I like about her is that you know saying I take uber and i get my i do treadmill and stuff like obviously not everyone has the means to do it and she knows that she's not for everyone but she's also like i'm not just doing it because i want to be bougie i'm doing it because i'm trying to like work my ass off yeah so i like that about her because i have a lot of things about me that some people are like you know i like to invest a lot in like my skincare and like accessories and a lot of my friends are like why would you spend money on that and like I'm just like this is what I like to spend my money on but then I will you know cut my other costs and on other things exactly and you have to just be strategic about it and I feel like she's the perfect person where she's like this is how I'm being strategic about my time and my expenses is what and what I invest in take it or leave it fuck you yeah do you know what I mean exactly and I love how she's so true to herself and her brand a hundred percent like she thoroughly lives her brand she lives breathes yeah bleeds her i brand. feel like her brand is just actually just like the perfect reflection of her i mean i literally don't know her but it it, is. i feel like i do it is everything you know? about her is like what she shows it's yeah. it's just genuine and and i really have a big thing like i hate like super curated influences and stuff but i feel like if you curate it for a purpose, not to make yourself look good, but if you curate it for a purpose, if you curate your content to make sure your audience knows what they're getting out of it, that's fine. But if you curate it to like fake everything about you, fuck that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And she's one of those people. It's like, oh, I follow you online. But like, I feel like if I saw her in an elevator, she'd be the exact same. Yeah. You she, know what I mean? She literally like, looks so... like a, she looks like a walking filter. Really? Yeah, she's oh such good skin. Like, it, she she looks great in real. She literally looks exactly the same. By the way, I feel like we should address. Did we address the our mutual friend? I guess now, Lainey. Like how we both know her. Did we say that? I don't think we said. Yeah, that. you did. You you said full circle. I used to work for Lainey. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah we addressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if we didn't. I want to make that clear because people are probably like, "Who the heck is Lainey?" Oh yeah. <laughs> did you talk, do you talk about it on your podcast? You say the first person I started no, working for is never. So I should oh start a podcast. Oh my with gosh. Her. Let the podcast audience know. Yeah. Okay. okay. So when I first moved to LA, I was. It was a week after I turned eighteen. Wow. And I moved here to go to Fitum. From where? From Indiana. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So small town Mm -hmm. and I'm from the Midwest. And so I moved here and I had just started and I 
was with a friend at Bidum and we went to this event to help out this blogger chick that um, I didn't know anything about. I didn't know. How did you find out about her needing help? Because we, I was helping out at this event and I think my friend at the time, she, I don't know if she was helping her. She like found it through a friend or whatever, but she was like, Taylor, come to this event um, and like help me out and we'll just like go. And it was like, honestly, my first probably event and it was Lainey's, I think three year like blog anniversary or something. Okay. Okay. And um, it was all like rainbow and kind of like unicorn and like cute Instagrammy. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is epic. Because yeah. like it was my first ever, like now that I like have been in LA a while, it's like every event is like Instagrammy and cute yeah. and like curated. And also now Instagram is all like grainy and like weird, like on rainbow stuff. Yeah. Like, which, and, mm-hmm. uh, but Lainey, I remember because I'm so like vibrant and I love color and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's so cool. Yeah. So I think I just honestly, I think I went up to her she can correct this when we hopefully record a podcast one day I think we were like I had met her and I was helping out and I don't know if it was like at the beginning or at the end of the event or something but I mentioned I was like hey if you ever need help I would love to like intern for you or like you know at at any point if you need help or just like an extra helping hand please let me know which by the way if you're looking to get a job that's the way to do it (laughs) my friend let me just tell you yeah and it was it was also probably helped in my case that I was already helping her just like for free like just you know grinding or whatever helping make the event as awesome as it was and I remember I like posted an Instagram I literally could probably find it which is so funny I remember she was like so nice and so like wanting to help me and like help me learn and stuff and just like take me in which is like I feel like as I don't know someone who's been in the industry like if you're older and you know what you're doing like help someone out you know what I mean like had she not helped me like I probably wouldn't be where I am today you know what I mean that is the same for every influencer that you see online you just gotta extent if you see someone that you see either potential in or like someone that's like you or like it's a collaborative industry yeah just like it does it, I feel like it's your duty to help someone out and like she was so helpful and like I don't know she like taught me so much and like it, the fact that like I had literally no experience with anything and she took me in was just like so nice and like I could add her to my resume like worked for like blogger the fashion lane like you know what I mean like yeah. was so like lit and cool and awesome for me and by the way she's still that way today like that's how we became friends because I'm, I'm so you know when I was an artist as I said it's such a lonely industry that what I loved about digital stuff is that it's very collaborative for the most part it unless is. you're like Everyone's a fashion like, blogger oh, no, no, and then you you're a bitch to do this. You need, yeah it's like everyone well there are bloggers that are awesome there are bloggers that aren't but yeah. like it's it's dope when someone's like oh no, no girl like even I walked in today you're like oh no you need this equipment like blah 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 I'll send you the link like blah 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 like, that's the beauty of the industry yeah it's the beauty of the industry and that's and how like, me and Lainey connected you do that for me and it's like oh my god the second you need like uh, one of my friends as a guest or something like I'm happy to do that for it, you it's a collaborative industry and th- most people don't understand it and like it you know Lainey really understands that that's how we became friends she was like oh my gosh I'm trying to vlog and I was like a video producer at Hollywood at the time so I was like well you know th- this is how you should do it like hold the camera like this like do this and like we kind of fed off of each other and then we just became instant friends oh my gosh I love that yeah but I remember I literally I didn't have a car here yet and I I was just like a student so like basically I had no money and I would just like save up my money to like Uber to like my to intern 
that's that's dedicated so that is very admirable by the way like do you understand like i i would like uber from downtown to beverly hills and just like take photos and i was so happy yeah but people in la like people don't do that shit anymore people just expect things to be handed oh, to them oh, and the fact, oh my gosh oh my gosh you found it yeah fashion lane turns three I am. You need to send me this into my DM so I'm I can send, send it. it to her, and I'm going to share it on my stories. Like we She's have. She's going to die. She's going to die. So she is the first person you worked with in LA. Yeah, that is like crazy. she legit is the. She's the one that like really showed me that like bloggers could make a living off of blogging. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that's crazy. Yeah, like I like how cool is this background? Yeah, it's like literally and I literally said and then I became a fan of your podcast and your polls and like and then and she was like you do realize that this girl like worked with me and I was like I'm a huge fan of her polls and she was like did you go through like the dms to book her and stuff and I was like yeah. and she was like why didn't you just ask me <laughs> and I was like I don't know <laughs> I was like I didn't realize That's you were that cool so lady. Funny. she literally like this is my caption on my photo that I posted at her event I said Happy third birthday to my favorite fashion blog at I am Fashion Lane with like all these like crazy emojis. That's so cute. Hashtag Fashion Lane turns three. Hashtag drink 50. And I like I tagged all the brands that were like sponsoring them. I'm dead. (laughs) I literally thought I was so like influential. (laughs) Wow, Taylor. I'm sure everyone clicked on those tags. That's literally my favorite thing you've probably ever done. Better than the polls. Like you reading out your old caption, like tagging all the brands. My favorite fashion blogger met her that day. It's real life, Taylor. <laughs> Me trying to flex on Instagram to my Indiana friends. I'm Yikes. crying. Aren't we all, though? I mean, yeah. flexing on Instagram. Yeah, story exactly. Story of my life. Hello, thirsty bitch here. But yeah, <laughs> especially since my algorithm fucked me over. Like, yeah. can't help me, people. But yeah, no, hilarious. Okay, so yeah, now that we told that story and... Obviously, like you guys are best friends, so now yeah. we just realize that we have so many mutual connections. We it's have so cool. to all go out, by the way. Yeah, hilarious. Let's yeah. go get a dinner and a drink, or yeah. dinner and a drink, or whatever. Okay, so let's talk about the polls, please. Um, I feel so you so strongly you vote, about that. You vote in the polls all the fucking yeah. It's like a day. I go, I see all story, and I'm like, is she gonna have any good polls today? <laughs> what are your can... favorite kind of polls to vote in? I, I like the like lifestyle ones like you know when you ask about like would you rather do this or that or like watch that I honestly I don't even remember like I just they're kind of addictive like I don't know how to explain and it's nice to see like that people like relate with you and I don't know it's like weird I know I don't, I don't know how to isn't explain it isn't it weird seeing like when you're not in the majority you're like wait yeah what? I feel like a failure in life I'm like <laughs> I'm like what are you doing Deanna so funny yeah okay oh my gosh I have a surprise for you what elaine's on her way shut up yeah <laughs> she's coming here <laughs> did you tell her just now like no i told her an hour ago are you dying oh my god i'm so excited to see her she's this, gonna be like what the hell this podcast is going in like ten thousand directions i'm so sorry because <laughs> i'm editing was she like oh my god she's I'm like so it, like what'd she say how did the site get set up was she like oh my god let me come uh yeah she's like uh, she was like i want to see you because i just got back from miami and i was like well i'm gonna be with taylor and she's like oh do you mind i was like no come oh my god and I, love- she, I wasn't sure she was gonna come and she's like how's the podcast i was like amazing she's like on my way <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm dead I'm good. she's probably like what if i like came here and i was like so weird she's like yeah she actually didn't work for me <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah like 
you're weird too no but she literally was like i cannot believe that you're collaborating with this person I'm so dead <laughs> yeah okay no but like polls okay addicting um i wait what did i vote i always i don't even remember what they are I just vote all the time which is like i love so fucked up no i feel like when you're in the habit and you like see the red background it's just like it's just like habit it's you know just like I mean? a natural like impulse it's like you're not thinking about it you're just like voting yeah yeah vote or die yeah okay so first thing we came up with which i love because you're so pop culture oriented and you're like so up to date because i feel like i'm up to date but i feel like you're way more up to date no, like than I am. not so much anymore okay well maybe we can help each other out yeah when i was on youtube i was like on top of shit and now that i'm more podcast once a week i'm like i'll see what i can talk okay. about yeah okay i put because you told me to <laughs> Haley versus Selena well, so tell me like your thought process behind this oh my gosh okay so here's the thing like okay like Selena's a beautiful human and like whatever and la 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 but like style icon Haley, Haley Bieber hello and so basically I'm obsessed with Haley Bieber because I was always the person like I wear PJs all the time like big jump like big sweaters and like I'm just kind of tomboyish, I guess, with my fashion, yeah. but despite like, being very thank girly. God for paving the way for sweatpants. I'm like, literally, thank God for making like the tramp look a thing because otherwise I would still be a social outcast. <laughs> so I am obsessed with her. And then, okay, I know, like, I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast because I need to be like likable and relatable. But then people started saying that sometimes I kind of look like her from far because I do the top but Oh my God, I but, can see that. But no, like obviously we don't have like the same face and no, the no, same no, body type. No, no, I can see it with like the brown eyes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we kind of have the same also, like... you both have a really like narrow face. Narrow yeah, oh my face God. with like the long neck yeah. and like obviously I have a huge cellulite butt and like not the same legs Stop. as her and like I don't have these like luscious lips and whatever, you know, the whole thing. But 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 we do, we have a similar vibe. Oh my God, I so see that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and I, and everyone voted selena on your thing so i'm like fuck you guys no, <laughs> love the voters but um yeah so i to me i'm dying to know because selena's such a lovely gorgeous human but like Haiti bieber so were you just saying this in general like Haley versus selena or were you thinking like for justin like what were you thinking well did you hear the current well first of all selena's new song is about justin yeah and then there was this whole thing because Haley posted, posted the yeah, song, the story. Uh, yeah the story and so everyone was like fuck you and like this whole thing and I was just curious to know like where people stand because for me I follow Hayley because I love her style I just kind of think Selena's style is kind of boring but obviously like you know I'm sure Selena has a lot more depth as a character because she's obviously been through a lot of shit Uh so I, I this is just my assumption so oh god this is so hard for me to like even vote on what did you vote did you vote I didn't vote and I'm thinking now like what would I honestly vote I just think I feel like right the second I would vote Selena just because I'm like living for the new music it's and amazing like, and like I'm so here for just like her like not even a comeback because she's always been here yeah. you know what I mean yeah but like she also is just like I, I, I agree with like the depth and like how much she's grown and like I feel like everyone can relate to like a horrible like first love breakup blah 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 yeah. blah so i'm living for that but i also live for like one Haley and justin i think they're a better match yeah and then i also they're better for each other for sure i also i'd probably keep up to date more with Haley and like her style and like just her everyday stuff more than yeah. i do selena so i'm probably more of an everyday fan of Haley, but i live Deep for down, selena, selena too. yeah so i'm kind of the same like i love like, Haley's I, style how can you not like either of them you know what i mean 
but th- that's why they end up dating the one guy that every girl is obsessed yeah. with. Yeah, I think that they're just both creme de la creme. Like, I think that Hades just like this like happy, lovely, kind, I like think beautiful, both freaking awesome. Yeah, and Selena's just this like gorgeous beautiful like has so much history so much depth so much to talk about like human such an amazing like boss creative yeah i mean like the stuff the amount of like she was so involved in 13 reasons why she's like an executive producer best show on netflix yeah she like literally produces like so many shows and like that are impactful and uh like just so many things yeah and she's she's so talented it's not just like random shit it's like things that people are talking about like engaging conversation and stuff like she's amazing they're both great for them both yeah well 73 percent said selena but I mean rightfully so because like all the music and all the new like the comeback and all that Selena does have like from what we've seen more depth than Haley. love the style but you know I, I, I she can't just them. has like a, I feel like a bigger global like presence following and yeah. presence yeah for sure okay but yeah isn't that kind of crazy 73% I thought it was going to be a tie to be honest so I'm very surprised by this um, best way to get a hold of someone when you want to collab slash work with them I'm so glad that we were talking about this because for me every single guest I have booked besides maybe one of two or two has always been through dm really Same. my instagram is the one tool that i use for booking yeah it's my booking tool Same. so how do you slide into people's dms like okay if you're gonna give me advice yeah. on how to book lauren like the skinny confidential for my podcast i'm the worst person how would i do it so the way that i've been doing with all the people is just saying hey i'd love to have you on the podcast um how's what's the best way to set it up is there someone i can reach out to so you like just very slide short, right in yeah slide short to the point no one is going to read a long ass dm yeah. i feel like on instagram it's very quick and to the point for lauren i think like her instagram is such a big part of her business that i don't know if i would reach out to her on this because it's like it's also her tool for business mm-hmm. um it's different than like an actor where like that's their one way of like communicating with their audience lauren has like all these platforms that she's managing so for her i would definitely do email really yeah because her instagram is like a whole it's managed it's hers but um, there's a lot of people that contribute to like yeah. what goes on with her instagram and she's very like specific about how much time she spends on her dms and stuff and i would email email because gotcha. it's always there the dms is cut you get lost with the dms so you think based on the person it's either email or dm you have to look at the person i feel like if it's an actor like a netflix person which i book a lot of and stuff really yeah just I, through dms dm oh a lot God. of the netflix people i book through dm because netflix actors are actors they're not creators so they have instagram is the one way that they communicate with their audience got it so when you dm them they like go through and they read and they want to like interact and communicate Mm -hmm. with creators it's a bit more difficult because people are on many platforms and their head is like everywhere so people are dming them like literally all the time literally all the time so i would just probably do email for creators oh that's so interesting yeah 50 50 crazy to me isn't that nuts yeah what would you do? How do you do to book and your... And 10,000 people have voted so far. And literally, it's 50-50. crazy. Um, I'm all about the DMs. It goes Same. down in the DMs. I mean, you got me. Like, I'm prime example. I've been I, trying to get you on email for <laughs> a, a while, by the way. And I, I got know. you through DM. I know. And then yeah. the second you... And, like, I know. Like, I see the email. I'm just like, oh, I'll get to it. Like, you know what I mean? But DM, I'm like, oh, I immediately respond. This is the thing with emails. This is my theory. There's so many fucking email like subscribe things what do you call this it almost felt like even though it wasn't now knowing you but it almost feels like factory made like yeah bye like yes no thought into it like impersonal personal yes yeah or like almost like oh it's just like another bot or like oh it's like i don't put a face to it 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's what I mean with Instagram. Like a lot of people are like all these LA it's girls. It's easier to so- say no via e- email. hundred percent. But like for DM, I know that if I read it, like it's going to be seen. And like also it's like, oh, I see your face. Like, it's oh, you're dope. It's social like, media. It's like you meet someone. It literally, like I immediately like went to your profile. And I was like, oh, she's dope. Like, hell yeah, I'll be on your podcast. Or like, oh, actually when I, I even said, I think you were like, oh, you want to be on my podcast? And I was like, oh no, let's do a swap. Yeah, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But that's the thing with email. There's no profile. There's no face. So yeah. like you could, with the email, the only thing you can do is list your achievement and, and exactly. your achievements and name drop. I think that's why I don't like drop, like drop everything and like email someone back. Also for, to me, I'm like, oh my God, it takes so much effort and time to like, even though it doesn't yeah. to like write a whole email and be formal and blah, blah, blah. Whereas DM, I'm like, yo, I'm so down. You know exactly. I mean? And then once you've it's agreed on the DM, yeah. then you move over to email. It goes down in the DM. Literally. Yeah. I love actually the way you handled that. Like, hey, can I shoot you an email? And then I was like, yeah, actually just text me. And then it's like, bomb. Thanks. So yeah, 50. That, so 50. that's what, how you do as well. Always DM. You DM, DM. your guests. Literally. It's either DM or unless I have their number. Actually, even sometimes if I have their number, I still slide into your DMs. Yeah. And then. I feel like number, if I'm not friends with them, I feel awkward sometimes texting yeah, DM people. DM is the best way ever that's how I get everyone yeah and also in person like a lot of the times people are like oh my god I live for your polls or they'll be like oh I listen to this podcast and I'll be like oh you would actually be so good on it yeah I mean and then they're and then people will be like wait really like and I I would love to be on it and and I'll be like oh my god perfect you know what I mean so that's like a mutual agreement instead of me like making someone feel awkward and going up to me and like would you be on my podcast like it's i feel like we're mutually like when there's a connection that's being built and whether it's like looking at someone's profile that you enjoy or just having a moment where you both interacted like that's the best way to book someone also just to provide a bit of value on this podcast because hello we're skinny confidential fans yes um I have a little tip if you if you are or anyone else is trying to book people on their podcast because uh-huh. I started booking like big Netflix people when my podcast is like no listeners yeah. um if it's like a big actor or someone always look for their management and then find that management or PR person and then DM them on Instagram, find them on the the, the PR on Instagram because that's their job to just say yes. And so your thing won't get lost. And like, they're usually super nice when you DM them over Instagram. Also other thing, never think that you're above anyone when you're, I I don't know how to explain, not you. I mean, for the listeners, if they're like trying to like start a podcast, because I will encourage people to start a podcast if they have something to say. Um, But yeah, like I will have like big t- celebrity reality TV people on my podcast. And sometimes I will have people like um, Just Uniform who are like micro influencers because uh-huh. everyone just has something to bring to the table. It yeah. depends like if they're good for your audience or not. But yeah. I love that you were just like, yeah, cool. Like people just should want to collaborate. It's a collaborative also, industry. If you're a good interviewer. You're a good interviewer. The guest doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Your, like, po- your podcast is how y- it's your message through someone else's. Like I agree interview. that like a guest can be like pivotal. You know what I mean? Like it could get you the most listens and the most views and whatever. But if you don't ask them good questions, no then- one's going to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can have a great guest. You'll get, you know, a hundred thousand spins yeah. on your episode. But if you're not a great interview, you won't like capture that audience. I was even talking to Alicia today about how, 
you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, I was talking about like getting guests for my podcast. Right. Yeah. And she was saying, she was like, you know what, Taylor, like you should make it a challenge for yourself whenever you like find someone that's maybe not big, like that big or not bringing a lot of like numbers to you. Right. And like maybe they're smaller than you or whatever. Right. Cause I'm small. So like if it, maybe they're not someone that's huge, right. You need to make it a challenge to like make it the most interesting interview. Like of life so that because if you can do that with like someone that may not seem interesting or may not have the numbers or whatever yeah with that person then imagine like what you can do with someone with like crazy numbers or like crazy personality or you know what I mean 100% agree with that and I also have the numbers to prove that theory where like one time I got this guest who was not a big influential person at all who was just like someone who was included in a certain group of people like from a show that a lot of people like like to hear about on my podcast yeah and this episode to this day is the one with my most spins because of how I titled it because of the the little snippet I got from my socials that she shared that whatever it was just the funniest episode I've recorded and it was not at all someone who was like numbers on social media yeah exactly will Justin Bieber release his album before Christmas okay so I actually had a whole I looked at it and he's still missing 13 million likes on his phone 13 million yeah oh wait was it 13 i can't remember there's a couple he just needed 20 million he needed me he He just needed 20 million Yeah, but with the algorithm and stuff things not that easy anymore um i think he's missing a bunch of millions of likes actually i I can't remember yeah if you go i think it's on cosmo no on perez hilton perez hilton right here Oh, okay. So he's at 9,387,000. Yeah, he's missing a bunch. So he still has so, basically 10 million to go. But there's no time limit on this. So who knows how many likes that post will get. Um, I think that if he's talking about it on social, there's probably a high chance that he will. Yeah, I think so too. He's just hyping it up. Yeah. He, uh, 62% said yes. Yeah, 100%. Uh, do you think Justin Bieber would ever perform at Coachella? Of course. Do you? I actually think so. A lot of people don't think he would. I think he would. I think he would. I think it's like an honor. I think honestly, Coachella now is like almost as big as the Super Bowl, like what? bigger than the Super Bowl. No, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, it's like it's like an honor. I think if an artist said I performed at Coachella, that's it. You're it's it. an honor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're it. You're it. Sixty-seven percent said yes. Podcast or red carpet interview. A hundred percent podcast now. Yeah, I agree. Seventy three percent said yes. Twenty seven percent still said red carpet interview. But do you know what I mean? Bye, red carpet. Bye, <laughs> boy. Bye. YouTube slash like IGTV videos or TV. I feel like everyone is like YouTube IGTV. What about you? YouTube IGTV all the way. Same. Eighty one percent said YouTube. Are you joking? Is that crazy? That is crazy. Poor actors. <laughs> <laughs> and actual tv hosts yeah okay digital media or traditional media 100 digital yeah 87 percent said digital i'm surprised that it wasn't more to be it's honest almost 90 yeah yeah would miley cyrus ever perform at coachella i feel like she wants to i would live if she did it this year especially because think about all of her new music that's coming out and she could literally start with like a hannah montana song and then move and like do like Miley Cyrus and then there's so she many could, different eras that yeah, she could put then, on the best fucking exactly. show and then she could like put on some wrecking ball like you know okay here's my thoughts mm-hmm. if Miley Cyrus ever performs at Coachella yeah and doesn't actually like have a fucking wrecking ball like the music video 
No, I, I know. I, I will lose all faith Even in Miley like Cyrus. Even like Party in the USA. No, banger. But, yeah, no, no, but I, I mean the actual wrecking, wrecking ball. ball. Like that no, yeah, She needs ball. to be on it. No, if she doesn't swing through a fucking <laughs> wrecking ball in tiny underwear at Coachella when she does perform at Coachella, I'm unfollowing yes, Miley Cyrus on exactly. Instagram. And then she could go like all the way up, like the climb. Imagine that at Coachella. Oh. I would die. Okay. This would be the best and end then of she could do like yeah. yeah, all just everything. <laughs> uh, 83% said yes, they think she would. How many different podcast shows are Wait, you listening before to? Before that question, I have a question for you based on the okay. polls. Who out of all these people would you want to see perform at Coachella the most? Because I feel like you posted these questions for a reason. So I want to get to the bottom. <laughs> and it's not even Honestly, <laughs> probably Miley. A hundred percent Miley. Probably Miley. I'm such a Miley stan. And she could even do Ashley O's song. You know, the on a roll, like the purple wig one. You know, oh, when yeah, she was yeah, on Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everything Miley. I feel like she'd be the most entertaining for Coachella because she can put on so many different looks and personas and things. And she's just the best person for also, Coachella. you know, she would bring out like Billy Ray and Lil Nas X. So we'd have a little Old Town Road, road moment. Th- that would be fucking epic. But- also, she'd bring out Noah Cyrus. Yeah. And probably sister. Ariana Grande because sometimes they perform probably, together. I feel like she would do like a whole like boss, like girl power moment. She would too. bring out all these different. Everyone. She She's would make it specific to Coachella. Whereas like I feel like Justin Bieber would be amazing live, but he would just do his normal set and then I he'd leave. I feel like he would almost be better at his own concert and not at a festival 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah i feel like djs and stuff like thrive at festivals 100 percent. so yeah okay and then last the question. most important one yeah. the bitchiest one how many different podcast shows are you listening to a week one to three or four plus so i religiously one to three i have four plus that i'm subscribed to but i don't i don't listen to all of them but also it's because i spend so much time creating yeah that i don't have time to, you know if i had a nine to five job on my commute or on the weekends i would listen to all these other podcasts but because i'm creating i don't have that much time got it what about you Ah, uh, this is tough how many do you listen to actually i listen to podcasts all the time but, but like it- regularly how many how many different like ones religiously yeah hold on let me go to it i want to know your podcast i didn't even ask you when you asked me the questions um okay shows let's see i listen to armchair expert a lot okay see, i'm one of those people that like when i go to starbucks like i get something different every time yeah when i go to subway i get something different every time you know what i mean yeah. so like when i go to my podcast app i go to i get something different every time okay you know what i mean i'm like you i'm kind of not loyal super loyal to I, I, i'm only loyal to the skinny confidential and my friends same same <laughs> and like armchair expert i'm very loyal to him that's Dax yeah. shepherds okay i'm loyal to oh sometimes if i'm like feeling raunchy i listen to call her daddy have you heard that no it's they're very raunchy but it's like so funny Oh, sometimes I listen to Girls Gotta Eat. That's a good one, yes, too. Yes, I love that one, it's too. It's a good one, yeah. Um, I, listen, I used to listen to Casey Neistat's a lot, but he doesn't really post anymore, which is couple ther- Couples Therapy. I love Josh Peck's, which is Curious with Josh Peck. Oh, my gosh, um, so many different ones to me. Ed Milet's is really good. He's been on the Skinny Confidential. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they talk about him a lot. I haven't heard yeah, his Yeah, he's yet. really good. He's very, okay. like, business... Right. driven um, probably something i should listen to more yeah he has like a really good heart too <laughs> yeah uh, gals on the go i listen to they're my friends so i feel like it's i'm obligated i'm just like catching up with them when i listen yeah uh girls gotta eat i love how i built this oh i also had this one i okay. was gonna mention it as well how i built this is good um lately i've been kind of listening to oprah's super soul oh really okay mm-hmm 
Today I listened to Part of My Take, which is a sports podcast. No but, way. Yeah, I, okay. I try to dabble so I can like get more You're inspo. You're really a podcast fan. Yeah, I love <gasps> Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya. Have Rad. you been on this podcast? Yeah, Scrub. You have. Oh my god, I live for Tanya Rad. Can I'm you put her in contact with her? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so obsessed with her. Yeah, it's a and good podcast. Gary B, I love him. I used to love him. I'm not so much into him anymore. Ah, I love him. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan sometimes. Did you listen to the podcast of him and Elon Musk when they got high no. on the podcast? No. It's very funny. Oh my gosh. See, I don't listen to as many as you. The Morning Toast. Sometimes I listen to them. Okay. I used to listen to them as well. They're funny. I yeah. just think they're really funny. Oh, Views by David Dobrik and Jason Ash. Do you know that one is? I've seen it on Apple Podcasts, so but I good. haven't listened to Lately, it. Lately, I've been listening to the Zach Sang show a lot. Oh, I love Zach Sang. Oh, he's the best. So I, I watch his YouTube videos. I literally want to interview him so bad. He's so good. He's so, so good at doing a pop culture interview without being controversial, but just being good. Chill. And like, Chill. He, it feels like he's just like your best friend. Yeah. I want to interview him so bad. You should. Reach um, out to him. DM I know him. I should. And we met at Acme. I love. I, I used to listen to that as well. See, I'm not loyal. So, so she was on, I actually had her on my podcast too. Because oh, I was really? so obsessed with her. I was like, please be on mine. So yeah, those are the top ones I listen to, I'd say. Wow, that's a lot. You must be driving a lot. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm driving a lot. And honestly, anytime like I'm by myself and listening to a podcast. Like, Do you not listen to music in your own time now? Not really. Yeah, same. I feel like I used to a lot more. And now the charts fucking suck. Number one. Number two, um, <laughs> podcasts are just better. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Well, I just yeah. feel like I want to like learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel or like I get, at least I'm be smarter. entertained. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, you know what? Here's a good life hack for you. If you're dumb, listen to a lot of podcasts and you'll be less dumb. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> life hacks. <laughs> How to be less dumb. One yeah. How to like have a conversation when you go to a business meet, like yeah. a business event, a networking event. Listen to a bunch of podcasts. You have so much yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Well, did I tell you the result? No. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. No time. Okay. Uh-huh. 76% said one to three. Do you know what? Can I can I give you my sassy little yeah. bitchy commentary about elaborate? About, please, yeah, I will elaborate just Go before off, we sis. wrap this up. So, everyone and their mother and their vagina is starting a podcast. Yeah, and like I'm all for someone like you know, a, I'm all for a new business venture. I'm all I'm all for like a new adventure. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. But like, please, if you don't have anything to say please do not start a podcast because this poll goes to show people are like only going to be very loyal to like their top favorites. And like, yeah, there is room for like niches everywhere, but then if there's too many niches, there's not going to be the like 10 best. I I don't know how to, I don't know how to say what I'm saying without being the biggest asshole in the world. But what I'm trying to say is that just because you talk a lot does not mean (laughs) that all your conversations need to be permanently recorded and published onto iTunes. This is so funny. I feel like there's so many memes that are, it's like 24 to 30 something year olds is like, if you don't have a podcast, like you're irrelevant or something like that. I literally just saw this meme and I need to read it to you because it's literally exactly how I feel about podcasts now. But do you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is what I have in my late twenties, which means time to start Take number one, yeah. a family. Take number two, a podcast. And a podcast yes, is ticked. literally. Like, literally, people used to, like, want to have a family by the time they were 25. Now it's like, I'm going to be 25. I'm going to have a podcast. but I need people to stop starting podcasts that are about nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because... I'm having a rant about something and I feel really bad because I do want to encourage creators to start podcasts. You know, one of my best friends who started a podcast and her podcast is great, but like, 
if you don't have anything to talk about, do not start a podcast for God's <laughs> sakes. Or if it, if you're going to like just record your like inside jokes with you and your best friends and that's all you know how to do, like don't start a podcast. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Am I the only one thinking this? No, I, I understand that like a lot of people, I feel like the whole like instead of having a baby, everyone just starts a podcast, which is so funny. But honestly, I just like listen to mine and stick to mine. So no, but I, I get what you're saying, but I, I, yeah, I know everyone's starting one. Everyone is starting a podcast and you know what? It's great. This can be a community. We can all just be podcasters and that's cool. But please, for God's sakes, if you do start a podcast, think twice, put a lot of thought, like <laughs> strategize, like do I know, something. I do love a podcast that like has a, a clear aim, a yeah, clear goal. That has um kind of its own niche or its own topic or like something creative. Exactly. Which is like not mine, but whatever. It was like years ago. So at this point, who cares? <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? I just think that people will only be loyal, very extremely loyal to their top three or four. Yeah. So if you think that you are worthy of like, you know, creating a podcast, which I'm not saying that we think we are that, but I'm just saying like, think twice before you start, because at the end of the day, getting a loyal audience is very difficult. So well, and also if you, if you're actually trying to grow and monetize off of it, yeah. then probably the best way is to like be unique or be different or like come up with something else. So 100%. that's like actually probably good advice to like, if you're going to start one great, but like make sure you have your own niche or your own, yeah. topic or you know sure your, you have a voice your own creative side or like you know your twist on yeah. it a hundred percent your spin yeah i love that okay so where can everyone follow you and like gas you up and pimp you out and whatever thank pimp you yourself so out. Much. oh thank you so much so you can find me on instagram at diana espia um help me sort out my algorithm issues because <laughs> bitch is thirsty and bitch needs your help uh, <laughs> number two my podcast is called you can't sit with me so i do you know, lifestyle tips and pop culture chats. I chat to all your favorite TV stars or reality TV stars, Netflix stars. And I also get a bunch of influencers and cool people like yourself (laughs) um, to chat about the digital era and how to live a meaningful life in Hollywood, which is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Go listen to our episode on her podcast. Yes. And where can everyone subscribe on Apple, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, every podcasting platform. Got it. Well, thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you so much. No, it was amazing. I'm so sorry. I'm such a rambler, but thank you. No, I love it. I love it. And everyone be sure to follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy 